You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Hope you enjoyed that new intro. Just got a new intro for you, just to change things up a bit. Today, we are actually going to be doing something a little bit different. It's an interview, but it's an interview with me. That's right. My good friend and also dating coach, Erica Angelo, interviewed me on her YouTube channel, and I thought it was some pretty good information. And if you're a really avid listener of the podcast, then it's going to be somewhat of a uh, review of things I've gone over in the past, but a really nice collection of thoughts that I think are going to help you out. And I said to her, you know, I'd love to get this audio from you so I can put it on the podcast and get it out to to you so you can hear what's going on. Also, if you want to see the video of her and I actually doing the interview. It's on her YouTube channel. You can just look her up on YouTube, Erica Angelo. I'll put the spelling of her name in the show notes so you can check it out. But yeah, she's an amazing dating coach and and just really, really talented at what she does in terms of helping men. She's been doing it for many years, longer than I've been doing it, that's for sure. And she finally decided to interview me on one of her outlets. I don't think she has a podcast, but she definitely has a YouTube channel. And it's blowing up, so I suggest that you you check it out because I think that you'll get a lot of good information. Just so you know, coaching available to you if you're interested in getting coaching with me one-on-one. We can help you do that. I have a few more options available in terms of how you and I can work together. Just opened up some in-person coaching. So we can do that. All you got to do is go to coachedbytrip.com and you can apply today. I do read every single application. And in the applications, I am looking for guys who are really serious about getting coached and who are over 18. So if you're interested and want a customized plan to help you with your dating life, well, let me help you. Let me guide you. So let me do all the work. Let me set it up. And then you knock it down and you can go out there and start meeting amazing, beautiful, quality women. And yes, results are guaranteed. Just show up and let me help you. So go to coachedbytrip.com to apply today and we'll get you some help. In the meantime, here is my interview with Erica Angelo. She's interviewing me on her YouTube channel. I think you're going to like it. Well, hello, guys, and welcome. I am so excited. I have my brother from another mother, Trip Advice. What up, Trip? What's up? Hello, Hello, Erica. We are going to go for it. Erica, you you started your YouTube channel so long ago, and I feel like I'm a little bit upset that I'm only now a freaking guest on your channel. Well, I've not been a guest on yours. That's true. So we need to have you on. (laughs) But the people who are listening now from the How to Talk to Girls podcast, because we're going to take this audio and put it on the yes. podcast. Yes, yes. Now I know who you are. And I'm fairly certain I had you on the podcast. You before. did have me on the podcast. I'm not going to so lie. So we're doing it again. But this is your show. You're you're interviewing me. What, yes. what does everyone want to learn about? What can we talk about? Yes, you, yes. You go. You host. This is exciting. We are talking about what women really want. And we're going to also talk about something really cool that you've done that I can't wait to share with everybody. But guys, I don't know if you guys know this, but Tripp and I go back since 2012. 
And yes. Trip, I am going to show pictures in this thing. I can't show it right now, but I'm going to yes. show pictures of us. But I have a story. So some of you guys, if you're new, Trip has his channel where he gives advice to shy guys, giving you guys dating advice, dating tips. And I have to say, this guy is the real deal. So let me tell you guys, one night, Trip and I go out. This is a real story. So real, the story that I'm going to show you pictures from this night. And Trip's like, what the fuck is she about to tell everybody? So you and I go out to a club one night in Hollywood. And Wait, is this, is this, <laughs> is this from... Uh, what's it called? Hold on. Oh, what's it called? The the, the names in this, so no, on, no, 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 no names. But we were on Sunset Boulevard. Yes. At the uh, Sky something Sky Lounge. We are at the Sky, sky Bar. Okay. The <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. So Trip and I show up there, and we run into these pickup artists, and like one of them, I don't know if he's still in the game, but at the time he was way bigger than us. We were just little bitty dating coaches. Trip is much more famous than I am. And he was, we were not near as famous, but this guy was more famous than both of us. And so he has his guys out there and they are talking to single women. And these guys like are not pulling shit. It's so awkward. I'm like, how are they teaching guys to get women and they can't even do it themselves? Lo and behold, my boy Trip. <laughs> is like working his magic. And sure enough, he had a girl all over him. This girl was all over you. I pulled you out. I was like, no, this bitch has to go because at the time you had a girlfriend. And I was yeah. like, no, nah, girl, you have to get out of here. But like, she was like hooked on you. In fact, you have a hooked program. <laughs> I do. I do. That's what I teach. I teach the guys how to get the girls hooked. And she was hooked. She would not leave you alone. I'm like, bitch, no, you have to go. He has a woman. Like, Bye. I remember that. I remember they, they were young too. She was like maybe 22 or something. Oh yeah. She liked you so much. But yeah, yeah was I was like, my boy Trip, like he practices what he preach, preaches. It works. What you do works. It works. It, it works. works. It works if you, if you go out there and use it. One thing that I preach all the time is it's so easy to get caught up in the content game, right? It's like you can watch so many YouTube videos listen to so many episodes of podcasts, right? And then do not, and then do nothing with it. Yeah. Mental masturbation. Yep. So I put my work in, I put my time in yeah. to be able to get to that point. It was not magic. It was work to figure out what I needed to do to get women interested. Right. You know, ask, so... Were yes. you really like, I know you, I, I've heard you some of it, but I've never just asked you, like, were you really that dweeby of a guy? So it was more of like, like, here's the honest answer. When I was in high school, I wasn't nerd, picked on, sad story. Right. I actually had a lot of friends. Oh, okay. And a lot of girl friends, okay. but I was the friend zone nice guy. Oh, that's your story. Okay. 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 So I was the guy who, yeah, I was like nice and girls liked me, but they didn't like me sexually. Uh, they didn't want any anything more from me. And then in college... It was like I started to build a little bit more confidence. I remember actually what's funny was I remember I finally got contacts for the first time ever, sophomore year of college. And for whatever reason, getting contact and nothing else changed. I literally just had contacts. I did not wear glasses anymore. And I don't think it made me that much more attractive physically, but it gave me confidence. Yeah. And I felt that confidence and that helped. And I started to meet some more girls. What was happening in college was like I could meet girls and I can hook up with girls, but it wasn't like the 
quality that I wanted. Right, right, right. You know, right. it was just not what I was really looking for, but at least I kind of got to that level. And then when I moved to LA, you know, I don't know, three or four years later, I was like, all right, so now how do I get the quality that I want and how do I utilize that confidence yeah. to go out there and meet women? So, right, right. so no, I wasn't like nerd completely all alone, no friends, you know, in a dark room. But right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was uh, it was still just like I never got any girls to really pay attention to me in the way that I wanted. Right, 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 right. No, I totally get that, and you know, I believe that. Like, I can't reiterate that to guys enough. Sometimes those subtle changes, like you, you grow, growing the beard, doing things like that, like that. It's getting context. Those sort of subtle things that guys don't think about, but it does change things for us women. It really does. And I think it sometimes what also adds to that confidence is that one girl looking at you differently and going, damn, and you catching that and going, wow, she just looked at me differently. Damn, I do feel better about myself and building on top of that. But sometimes it's those outer changes that completely change the game. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, there are things you can do to optimize your look, right? It's like... I would tell guys, if you're going to wear glasses, get very stylish, thick-rimmed glasses or don't wear them at all. Depending on how you can grow facial hair, optimizing the way you're going to look best with your facial hair. Maybe that's growing a little bit of scruff. If it's kind of patchy, maybe it's shaving it. You know, there's all these little things you could do, but guys focus too much on the outer stuff yeah. and not enough on everything else. Right. It's not their fault. It's yeah. just their... And this is what I thought growing up is, they're just to believe that that is the only thing that actually triggers attraction right, in right. the look. So it's like you have to like be really, really good looking or work on getting better looking, which is you know maybe being really muscular or getting like really nice clothes to pull it off. And while, yes, that does help for sure. If you can optimize your appearance, it does help. But I coach guys, I'm sure Erica, you do too, who are very good looking guys. I mean, guys who are not only good looking physically, but no style too. Right. And they come to me and they still need help. So it's like that completely right there proves the big point of how much looks matter. It's like, well, it doesn't matter that much because if you don't have any confidence, you don't have any charisma, then you're going to go out and, you know, maybe something might happen, but probably not much. Right. So really, it's all about focusing on optimizing the outer stuff. And I talk about this in the the magnetic book. It's like optimizing. You beat me. I know. Sorry. It's just, it's, it's just such a perfect fit because I literally talk about this whole chapter on right. optimizing your appearance. But then the rest of the book is all about making sure that you're working on your confidence and charisma and personality. And there it is. I had a dream last night for some reason. Yeah. But I, I was trying to get it in Barnes and Nobles. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, yeah. Get in Barnes and Nobles, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh. So- but- you, yeah. You've done this for yourself where you, you actually did do that because your girlfriend now, let's just say she's banging. Like, I'm down with your girlfriend. Yeah, she's very beautiful. Yes. She looks good. So this worked for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. 100%. It's yeah. for me. I mean, my current girlfriend, beautiful inside and out. I've been with other women who are beautiful. I don't really tend to get into relationships with the women that I don't find beautiful, at least on the inside. Come but, on. you know, I definitely have... Have and, and you can probably tell this too. Like every relationship I've been in yeah. throughout the years, yeah. I've, they've gotten better and better in terms of like looks and personality. Both, you know what I mean. So it's like I'm always trying to get. I'm well. It's not that I'm trying. I'm. I'm I should say that 
I'm always trying to level up. Sure. You know of what course. I mean? I'm always trying to get something that's going to be a better fit for yeah. me. Yeah. And that's why those other relationships ended is because sometimes you get into relationships and realize they're not a bet they're not a good fit. Right. So right. then you try to find something even better. Yeah. Even better, even better. Yeah. But eventually, you know, and I think I'm at the point now where I mean, we'll see what happens, but I feel like I found a very good fit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so and so I'm very happy about that. I just don't want guys to to feel that they can always do better because if you're if you're looking for a relationship, yeah, okay, every guy is in a different situation. If you're a guy looking for a monogamous relationship, maybe you want to get married, have kids, that route, yeah, you're never going to find someone perfect. Yeah. So you got to eventually get to the point where you say, okay, this is good enough. And I don't mean good enough in the settling way, right. but this is like, okay, this is pretty good. Realizing it is good, and then going for it all the way with that person. Right, right. That's another thing I talk about in the book too. The last chapter, I talk about how to find that and, 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 and all that. There you go. Touch it again. There it is. Just a tip. Yeah. Just, just to see how it feels. But you know, the person that you're with now, I have to say this, that, that she is a mirror of your highest self. You and I have talked back and forth over text message and I'm like, Trip, you were in the best place I've ever seen you in as a man. You know, when I knew you then, like you were evolving, but you were still boyish. And you're a man now. And I feel like that she is a mirror of who you knew you could evolve to. Those other girls were part of your evolving process, but the man that you've evolved to, that she is a mirror of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because she's, she's a very confident person. Yeah. And she's very passionate about what she does. Yeah. And I'm a very confident person and yeah. I'm very passionate about what I do. Yes. And... Yes. You know, and both we both have very similar values in terms of what we see out of life, and right. And it's it's cool that you can pick up on that. Yep. You know, yeah. Just from just from pictures, it's pretty wild. It's my intuition, man. It's my my, my voodoo skills. You, you nailed it. So these guys are watching. They're like, "Great trip, this worked for you." But we want to talk about how to be the man that women want, and that is something that you do talk about in your book. You talk about how to trigger attraction. So I, I have to speak to this, and I just want to. I like to nip things in the bud. Trip, the two things that I hear all the time are these two things. Women only want men with lots of money. I hear guys hiding behind that. They got to have lots. If I'm not rich and driving a very fancy car, then I'm not going to get a woman. And then the other thing, and this is another subject, but I always encourage guys to do touch. And everyone's like, every time I put touch in a video, they're like, you're going to have me arrested. So... What do you think about that, my man? Like in terms of a guy being attractive, does he have to just be rich and to build attraction with a woman? Like if he touches her, is he going to jail? Okay, wow. So these are very two separate <laughs> ideas here. Yes, they are. Okay, so let's, let's talk about the rich thing first. Yeah. If you're rich, yeah. yeah, it helps. No, There's no girl out there who wouldn't want to be the guy who has money. Like that's a fact, okay? okay? No woman is like, ah, oh, he's got money. Gross. You yeah. Know? Unless she's like a super like hippie chick, tree hugger kind of girl, whatever. But that's a very rare case. So yeah, being rich does help, but it's not everything. Now, of course, there are women out there who are just looking for men who have money, but that's not attraction. That's not what attraction is. She just wants the money. It's not that she's attracted to the money. It's that, well, no, actually that is it. She's just attracted to the money. Not to the guy. Yes. Right. So, so 
But you got to understand too what money symbolizes. Money is a symbol of success. And a guy who is successful, that is attractive because he's smart and he's a hard worker and he is on a path and he has a plan. And all those are very masculine traits that she's attracted to. So, and of course, yeah, it's nice, you know, if there's money because there's security in that and and women like that too. But there are, oh, I don't know what, like how many percent, what's the percent? Evans is the top 1% of, of, of America is like super rich and then the rest are, are not. And there's that big wage gap. It's like, so yeah, there's tens of millions of men who are still attracting quality women who are not rich. Good okay? job. So, so what we do is we hack into that. We go, well, what is the quality? It's not the money. It's what brings that money. So what a woman is going to be attracted to in you, if, if you're not a person who's super wealthy, is your drive and your passion and what you're doing with your life. So right. I'll, I'll go to two extremes, okay? One extreme is at the end is you know, you're living in your parents' basement and you don't have a job and you don't know what you're doing and you're like 25 years old and you have no plan, right. okay? So that would be like, I don't know, that'd be a guy who would be called a loser, right? That's like a loser, sure. all right? So yeah, that's not attractive, right? That's not attractive. Could you go out and play the and play some game and sleep with a woman? Sure, you could do that because you could just like put on some nice clothes and be super personable and charismatic and you can take a woman home that night. But if you're looking for something more long-term, that's not going to work. And it's not because you don't have money to buy her things. It's because you're doing nothing with your life. And women, and you can speak to this too if you agree or not agree, Erica, women are attracted to that drive and that passion. So even if you're making, you know, let's say even a very low number, let's say $40,000 a year, you know, which is not that much, it's on the lower end, but you're doing something that you absolutely love. And also, by the way, you're good with your money, right? So if you're just like making $40,000 a year and you're also in you know, $10,000 in credit card debt, you don't know what you're doing, well, now you're just a complete mess, right? But if you're making like a reasonable salary and you have a life that's allowing you to do things because you're not in debt and you're getting that salary from something that you absolutely love and are passionate about, a woman is going to be attracted to that. You know, so that's what I'm trying to say there. So, any thoughts on that? And we can move into the touch thing as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there are some girls like I have a perfect story of a girlfriend in France, and she was dating this guy, and she's a beautiful girl, and she dated this guy, and he was living with his mom, and he had no car, and he was on drugs. He was hot. I'm not gonna lie, he was hot. And that was the guy she chose to sleep with. But one thing that she kept saying, and that was, he doesn't have any future. He doesn't have any direction. He's living with his mom. And those things really do bother a woman. Like we want that sense of security. And so in that example, it takes away the excuse from anybody that if you are in that place that you can't get laid, like that's bullshit. Like you totally can. But if you want a woman to stay with you, there has to be that sense of security. And I would even say like someone like Steve Jobs, who was living in his parents' basement and kind of like a loser, but he was a man of vision and purpose. And it's like, even if you're in that place, if you have vision and purpose, and if you're going after something and, and you're in the building zone, it's not just about the money that you've accumulated. It's the drive of where you're going. Right, exactly. And here's the thing too, is you can optimize. I mean, you should be optimizing all these areas. Like, Why not try to make as much money as you can? I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of great reasons to have money. 
you know, I mean, having money, there's a, there's a famous quote in marketing. It's called having money solves problem that not having money causes. Whoa. Okay. Very good quote. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. about having money so you can solve problems. Not about just, oh, I have more money. I can like buy a gold watch, mm-hmm. you know, but it's about having money so you can support your lifestyle, do the things that you want to do. And it gives you access to different things, right? So freedom. Yeah, freedom. Exactly. And, and time and things like that, depending on what you do. So I don't, I'm definitely not a far end of like, you know, money is evil and, and you know, no, money's great. Like, get it. Right. And, and, but, but don't worry about having to be six figure or millionaire to, to be attracting quality women. It's just, right. it's not, it's not necessary. Right. And uh, let's seriously talk about the touch thing. Cause that is something, I don't know if you get this on your channel, but man, I, because I do encourage touch. I believe that, that talking to woman is one thing, but to get us women out of our head, because we overanalyze as well, we're scanning you to go, is this going to be my husband or not on the first date? So we're scanning you and we're so in our head that we can't even connect with the guy in front of us. And so I always say just a little touch on the hand, on the arm, gets a woman out of her head and back into her body and helps her realize that, hey, you are another human being. You're another spirit being on the other side of this. So quit treating you like this person that's got to match up to someone's list. But what do you think about touch? Because I get a lot of slack from when I suggest that. Well, I mean, touch... Touch is when we feel another human being touch us. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. Like another human's hand on your body somewhere or even on your hand. I mean, it's primal to yeah. just like react to that. It's like, whoa, we're being touched by someone. Maybe you bump into someone on the street or maybe a girl goes to hold your hand or maybe you're talking to a girl at the bar and she kind of leans over and just softly touches your shoulder, you know, when she's laughing or something like that. It's like, that is innate in us to kind of have that emotional reaction when that touch occurs. So it's very powerful. Um, a lot of, you know, I know there's a lot of like Me Too stuff and, and, and it, can, it gets a little bit gray with like what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Here's the thing. What's not appropriate is touching a woman in the workplace and sexually harassing them. Uh, obviously touching a woman on a sexual part of her body and having no idea who she is, right? Like all these things that are really common sense that I don't even really need to keep on listing because right. every single guy watching this, as long as you're not a complete asshole, like you, yeah. you, you know, you know what's right and what's wrong. Like you just, you already know. Don't so, touch her tits, her ass or her pussy. Boom. Boom. But when, right? You don't do that right. like the first second. The first, right. When you're trying to establish connection. Exactly. Like do those things when you guys are in that <laughs> moment. Of course. Which, you know, which can happen, it yeah. can happen at a bar or a club or happens usually on like a first date or after first date, whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, we don't even need to go on about this because the guys know like, whatever you think is like right and wrong, you pretty much know. What's going on is in the media and in society is women are just shedding light of how they're being taken advantage of at work. And I don't know, I guess there's some things with like celebrities doing things inappropriate on not just at work, but like, I don't know, with dates and stuff like that. But I'm not worried about any of the guys who are watching this video or listen to this podcast because they're probably on the far end of like, I'm already nervous, so I can't even go and, and touch a woman. So don't worry. Like All you need to know is if you're on a date, it's okay to go for the kiss after the first date. 
meet a girl at a bar. It's okay to like softly grab her hand or touch her shoulder, her arm. And if she doesn't want you to do that, she'll like say, you know, or she'll make a very obvious gesture if you did not do that and don't do that. You know what I mean? But like, I don't want anyone going far to the extreme of like, no, women are saying they don't want to be touched by guys and da da da, and not to do it. Like, please, like, you're not going to get arrested if you're talking to a girl for 10 minutes and she's smiling at you and then you go touch her hand. That'd be ridiculous if the woman were to scream rape after that, but that's not going to happen. Like, guys don't need to be scared. Like, those light touches, those appropriate touches in your head that you know are like, I think it'd be okay right now to give her a hug. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to say that. It's okay. And then if they, you don't need to, you don't need to go like, can I give you a hug right now? No. That's ridiculous. That's gross. That's, it's it's just, you don't have to do that. But again, they say no or they, you know, don't, don't want you to touch them. Then no is no. But we are all responsible for ourselves and using our own voices and saying, yes, I want this. No, I don't. So back to this guy. (laughs) <laughs> you're, so, you're, so, you're like it's like oh, I have it's like I have a little woody and it's rising but it's not a woody it's, it's a, a magnetic book it's like the monolith from 2001 yes. you know your, your old uh, cinema uh, yeah so, so what about it so triggering attraction what would you say if a guy's like okay being the man that a woman wants how do I trigger attraction I mean, do you have how many hours do you have? Do you want to talk give about us this for three. Seven hours? Three. Okay. Three. Well, then I'll, if it's three, I'll give you my formula that I talk about in the book. Tell us your. So formula. I talk about what's up. You're getting so turned on right now. <laughs> yes, I am. Because so you're like you're like squirming in your chair. I love it. <laughs> okay, triggering attraction. Yes. So I talk about my formula called TED, which stands for tension, entertainment, and dominance. So these are three Ooh. things that you can do to help trigger attraction when you meet a woman. And so I don't want to get too technical or else you're going to be like, what is he talking about? But this kind of happens on a micro level and a macro level. But basically how it works is when you're meeting a woman, you want to trigger attraction by creating sexual tension, that's T, by providing entertainment for yourself, which is E, and then D is by being dominant. So Quickly, what those all stand for. Tension, creating sexual tension would just be the things you're saying to her if you're flirting with her, right? Giving her like a compliment, a direct eye contact. When you're talking to a woman, being shoulder to shoulder with her instead of off to the side. So you create more of a connection when you guys are together. What's something flirty you would say to her? Oh, um, let me, let me grab from the, uh, from the index here. I'd say, I look her in the eyes and I'd say, you know what? You are not like other girls. I don't know what it is. Mm. And then I would, and then that's all I would say. And then I'd pause and mm. just wait for her to respond. Mm. That's it. But you say that and then look her right in the eye. And also do it in the way, literally in the, in the vocal tonality that I'm doing right now. Wow. Instead like of saying, that. like, you're not like other girls. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's like a friend, like, oh, you're not like other girls. Like, you know? Instead, you kind of go downward with your inflection. You say, yeah. well, you're not like other girls. That's good. I like and it. That subtle difference, right? Sure. So all this combined, these are little uh, micro ways of creating sexual tension. So that's T. And then there's E, which is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Entertainment is about providing entertainment for yourself when you're in an interaction. So what a lot of guys forget to do is when they're in an interaction, they try to say things or entertain the girl and try to like really try hard to impress her, make her laugh. Like they're in this mindset of I need to get her 
having fun or else it's going to, the interaction is going to die. Yeah. But in reality, it's more so about making yourself have I love that. Right? You joking around. That is so good. You making jokes that make you laugh. You goofing off. Yeah. Right? You talking about the things that you want to talk about and yeah. not going in and just trying to cater to her because when you're having a good time, she's going to have a good time. Yes. And also, you appear more confident because you're going in there just you're like almost being more of a version of yourself. Yeah. yeah. When guys go in and try to impress the girl, they're not being themselves. They're being this character that's trying to put on an act for the woman to get her to like them. And then there's a disconnect and it doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's entertainment. And, and I like uh, that. And then D is dominance, which is just being dominant, which means you're taking control, which means you're the one who's leading the interaction. So you're the one who's going to go up and approach. You're the one who's going to start conversation. You're the one who's going to be providing entertainment for yourself. You're the one who's going to be creating tension. You're the one who's going to be you know, walking her across the bar or, or, or taking her to get some coffee after you meet her on the sidewalk. You're the one who's going to be getting her number, asking her on a date. Yeah. You're the one who's going to be going for the first touch, the first kiss, sex, and so on. Yeah. Right. So you're the one who's kind of leading it all the way because that's a very masculine trait. Women are attracted to that. Now, what's important here to understand is the way Ted works, the way I talk about it in the book and in my hooks program, is that Ted is not first you do T, then you do E, and then you do D. It's not linear. It's not step one, two, three. It's you're doing all of these and you're weaving it all together in the interaction. It's good. So you're leading the whole time. You're always providing entertainment for yourself the whole time. And you're always working on creating tension. And it's all happening together. And it sounds complicated, but it's actually really easy because all you got to do is follow those three things. Work on one at a time so you're not overwhelmed if you're trying to do everything at once. Which again, I talk about steps on how to do that in the book. But if you can just do those things while optimizing your appearance and just looking your best, you will already be, I mean, at least 75% more attractive than you are currently right now if you're not doing any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that's brilliant. My favorite was the D one. That's my favorite. Yeah, you love the D. I love the D. Love yeah, yeah. the D. You've always loved the D. I've always loved the D. It's my favorite thing. But no, really, that dominant side, I have to say that of the guys that, that I've been turned on the most, it's, it's that dominant side. I love when they just take charge and they're like, because I'm a strong woman. So when you have like a guy just going, girl, like calm down, like let me handle this. When a guy takes charge and he's like, okay, let me walk on this side of the road. I'm going to go grab a coffee. You stay right here. You, it's just like... Well, well I'm going to give you a really cool move that, that it's a good example of all three of creating yeah. tension, entertainment, yeah. and dominance. Yes. Yes. It's one simple move. Maybe this can explain it and you can understand even better. Okay. It's like, let's pretend you're on a first date and you guys are, you know, you just had like a drink at a bar. You leave the bar. Maybe you guys are like, hey, let's go for a little, you know, it's nice outside. Let's go for a little walk for like a minute. And you're going for a walk and then you stop and then you face her and you look at her in the eyes. You take her hand and you say, come here. So you look at her and you go, come here. And then you oh. take her hand, you do a little twirl, pull her into you, and then give her a kiss on the lips. Woo! Like, Muy caliente, whoa, papi. Right? If you guys are vibing enough when yeah. you first meet her, yeah. you know, wherever that may be in person, yeah. you can get away with doing that as well. Totally. Totally. Right? So that would, you're creating obviously lots of tension there. Yeah. Kissing her, looking yes. her in the eyes, 
entertainment, you're having fun because you're doing a little spin. You're kind of pulling your fast inside of you. And then D is dominance, right? So you're the one who is leading that whole thing. Right, right, right. She'll melt in your arms. Very good. I love it. Trip, this was so great. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, let's see. I don't, there's so much. Um, <laughs> in terms of what? In terms of attraction, your book, why you do what you do. Yeah. I would say this. It's a lot easier than you think. A lot of guys think that they're, they're screwed. That it's not going to work for them. Mm. And if you think that already, you're probably right because you're thinking it. But I just say, give it a shot and use some of the techniques I talked about in this video. Watch Erica's videos, use some of that stuff, test it out. If you need more help, that's when you can get the book or get a program or get coaching. But at least try some of this stuff out and don't give up so fast because it's not going to click right away. It's just a learning curve. It's like learning anything, there's a learning curve. At first, it's very difficult and very frustrating. And your brain goes, I'm never going to be able to do this. I suck, I suck. But then you just say, well, fuck it. I'm just going to keep doing it anyways because I might as well. And then all of a sudden it gets a bit easier and then things click and this whole like tension, entertainment, dominance and stuff starts to click because you've been doing it so much and then it starts to work and you're like, whoa, really glad I didn't give up. Right. Right. So it's like, give it a shot, like start giving things a shot and actually using the material that you're learning. Yeah. I'll never forget, Trip. one time I wanted to have my own real estate business. And I was studying all these real estate courses, like these guys who watch all these YouTube channels. And I just studied, studied, studied. And then I was, had this accountability call and the guy gets on the phone. And he says, Erica, how many offers have you made on any homes? And I went, mm, none. So in our world, we would say, how many women have you approached? How many women have you been talking? And I said, I said, none. And he goes, then why are you even doing this? And thankfully, I, I got a good mentor who became a business partner. And I just... I had his help holding me by the hand. And then I just started killing it in real estate and just started kicking ass. And I wanted to give up. And I think a lot of guys, they, they just they want to give up because they're watching these videos, but they're not putting it into practice. And it's like that, that fear just locks you up. But it's like, until you go out and start approaching and getting some experience, you'll just continue to stay in your head. You'll keep telling yourself, it's just so hard. Right. And listen, I understand too. I get it. Like you get a little paralyzed because you, you know, if you're watching this YouTube video, chances are, or listen to this podcast episode, chances are this is not the first piece of content you've consumed, right? You've done it a bunch. Yeah. And so there's probably a lot of material out there and it's hard to know what to do first and where to start and everything. And that's why I would say we'll get the book because yeah. the book is a way of having a guided, structured plan to know exactly what to do from beginning to end. And that way you can actually have a plan going into things and it can be step by step instead of just kind of shooting in the dark, not knowing where to go because you hear a lot of material out there and and things like that. I think it's good like to get a, a book or a course or coaching. Yeah. And then it's good. What's what's cool is you do that. So you're like on this like plan, you know what's up. And then you can go back and listen to some more podcasts and more and watch more videos yes. yeah. on very specific things that are going to help you more because you're already going out there and doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's like for example, let's say I wanted to learn how to let's say I never touched a basketball in my life, and I want to take the basketball and shoot it and make it into the basket. Well, I can read 
books and watch videos on how to do it. And that will help a little bit. But what's going to help more? Going out there, holding the ball and just throwing it out there, right? And even better at maybe having a coach or someone to kind of guide you along the way. And so then you start shooting it and you get the feel of it. And then when you go back to watching a video on maybe like how to hold the ball or okay, how to shoot a three-pointer versus like a field goal, then that information starts to make more sense to you because you've already gone out there and you've done it. So you can actually use that extra information into whatever it is you're doing. It's just hard to like read anything, watch anything, listen to anything, having not gone out and done anything at all because you don't have any references and understand where it all fits and how it all works. That's why I'm always urging guys, and I know you are too, to go out there and try this stuff and start approaching because that's where a lot of the magic is going to happen for you. Yeah. And that's what happened for you. You were the guy that was friend zone and then you went out and said, I got to do something different. And it worked. It worked for you. Yeah. I went out and I was approaching girls nonstop for like two years straight. I mean, I was still doing it more after that, but it's like I put myself through my own schooling of like nonstop going out there. Yeah. And doing it over and over and over and over and over again and having some crazy nights and having some really depressing nights and, sure. and all in between. But by the end of it, I came out so much better. And that's when I was like, okay, I've kind of figured out a system that I would have loved to learn if I just started. And that's the stuff that I teach today. Right. The stuff I wish I learned to just simplify it and make it really easy. Yeah. 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 I love it. And I love that your advice is very practical. I had someone reach out to me and they're like, I want coaching, but I want more like outer game, not inner game. And I said, I think you should go talk to Trip. I think Trip would be a good fit for you because I think that you give very practical advice, things that, that are tangible that guys can put into practice right away. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then then hopefully get a little bit of a boost of confidence from seeing that, you know, something like that is working. You know? Yes, yes. Well, Trip, I just adore you and I adore the work that you're doing. And guys, if you have not gotten this book, I will put a link below. It's called Magnetic. You've got to get your hands on of it. How you can be the man that women are attracted to and how to get the girl. It's all right in this book, Magnetic. And make sure that you also subscribe to Trip's channel. He is 800 and how, how many subscribers do you have? Uh, at this point, I think it's like 800,000. 800,000. So let's get this guy to a million. I'm excited for you. There we go. Love it. Yes. Yes. Anything else, Trip, before we wrap up and say goodbye? I think that's all I got. I just want to say, Erica, you are the best. Erica has been a coach of mine too in the past. Mm -hmm. So I've learned so much from her and Mm -hmm. she's been amazing. So I highly endorse her and listen to her stuff and keep watching her stuff because she not only comes from a great place, but has really great information and is incredible. And one of the very few coaches that I would fully endorse and even say that I've personally worked with. So Erica, you're the best. Guys, she is truly the best. Keep watching her. Thank you. I love you, Guy. Love you too. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, guys. Make sure that you go check his book and his channel out. Be loved and know that you have what it takes.